0: Okay, fourth attempt today. It's okay. Uh, sorry for besmirching the good name of YouTube. As it turns out, uh, the problems we were having were a result of uh, Frontier, my primary internet connection, uh, being down. And I said primary because I have to have two because there's such a pile of shit. And that's <laughs> with fr- the Frontier Fios. It all went to shit. When uh, Verizon sold it off to Frontier. It's funny because a long
1: time ago, somebody, because oh, we have cocks down in, in San Diego. So oh, you they have cocks as far as the eye so can see. There's that. So they say, always trust your cocks. So that works.
0: I, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, and then the backup connection is not the greatest, but it's a backup connection. It so it works. makes sure that I can do work throughout well, the Well, now
1: day. we're we're streaming. Uh, and it works now.
0: So uh, I'm going to take off the headphones now because I don't need them. No. Because, and I just look silly. Um but uh as you can see jeff is not here so in his stead we have jason connor the guy with the bad boston accent for me uh, not th- that's happen. not a boston accent that's just an abortion of human speech it's pretty terrible
1: my accents i don't do them anymore it's just i'm stopping that
0: yeah it's bad uh it's not good for anybody no. nor do i recommend anybody ever request it Please uh, it's a molestation of the ears thanks for talking about that in ears Okay, uh, yes, uh, so it's been about what Uh, two years, something like that. So, it's been a long
1: time since you've had some
0: vehicle swappage. Oh, yeah, okay. So, (sighs) the focus is dead. Focus, well, it's it's what we started talking about, it's in its afterlife in TJ at this point, right?
1: It's on its like third, I think it's on its fourth owner now fourth really yeah it's like a four i've heard from those who have actually owned it i actually got like hit up about it which is kind of funny okay so when i first saw the picture of the car after okay so the focus i had an accident
0: yeah things happened uh so and this was your focus that had all of the mountain goodies it was the r&d car it was all that for the u.s market It had the the jam the uh
1: rl 360i system from k40 on it
0: what was it making crank it was like Two, I think
1: it was like two... No, I know wheel. So it was about yeah. 275, 280 wheel horsepower. So you were probably 320,
0: 340 crank. Under the crank. hood, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was, it was plenty fast. Yeah. For what it was, it was plenty fast. And somebody decided to you know cut in front of somebody else and then slam on the brakes. And you killed the car at that and point. And I did the... I killed the car. Cameron. And you broke your hand. Oh, yeah, my hand broke at the same time. Stupid steering wheel decided so to So you, you made me. the
0: rational decision, and you've replaced that with several cars. Uh,
1: I, well, uh, the first one, okay. uh, I decided that a at that time, 11-year-old German performance convertible was the proper thing to replace it with. So I bought a Boxster S, 9871 Boxster S, as the replacement, the
0: initial replacement. Yeah. And Now, is that the generation that still has the uh, IMS issues? Mine's an 05 build, so it does have it. Okay. It does. So I'm still
1: driving it. I, it's fine. When the clutch goes, I'll probably do something with it and I'm kind of feeling a little bit of chatter with the clutch. So as it okay, is, so.
0: if it, if the worst were to happen and the IMS went out on you, would you rebuild that motor or? Three 36
1: swap? Okay. Not just make it bigger, <laughs> make it more problems. Okay. So I'd probably do that because the motor mounts are the same and then and that from the old Carrera engine, so I would probably just put a 36 in it.
0: Okay. So You have that. What else do you have at the moment? So
1: at the moment, I just bought something uh, a month and a half ago about that. So the second uh, performance car replacement for it, for the Focus. So instead of that, I decided to go a little, like, dumber. Well, you went full Texas. Oh, exactly. It's still registered there. Mm -hmm. And it's going to stay registered there. So I finally decided a, a C506 was the proper n- purchase decision for me and it's awesome. I love this car so much.
0: Uh, yeah, well, it's it's very in, in a lot of regards, power wise and everything, it's similar to mine. It's pretty nice. But I don't. You don't have any suspension work yet. Done it's yet, just do you? lower
1: the, the stock lowering bolts that you can do. So yeah. it's just lo- it's everything else is. Still well, stock I got a set them. of Bilsteins for you if you want them. I, I actually might take that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that'd be fun. That, that's, yeah, because that's I'm evening. swapping
0: a am swapping LG coilovers, so that would be good. The Bilsteins
1: and and probably sway bars at some point. Sway bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sway bars are a nice
0: upgrade on those cars. So Um, the car
1: itself, before we start, everybody, I I understand. Before you touch power, especially with a Corvette, you should probably do brake suspension. Which none of that was done. It's not done. Lowered on bolts and wheels and tires.
0: That doesn't count. But tires, I'll give you. Yeah. Because they're a big improvement. Big improvement. Yeah, because you're running NTL ones, right? NTL ones, and all four corners, or all four
1: corners. (laughs) It's a big. Fat, meaty sidewalls that actually can hold the power. And,
0: and you're 18s all the way around yes. on that. Versus the Stagger. 17, 18s. 17, 18 is on the on
1: the, st- on the st- It's like 265, 295s on the stock width. Okay. Uh, so now it's a 275, 305 on eighteen, And then you
0: had Ryan Cunningham tune it like a yeah, couple weeks ago. that right? was, oh, man. <laughs> and what did he say power-wise it's doing? So it's making 440
1: to the tire and 399 torque to the tire. Okay. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, our cars
0: are very closely matched, because mine's 424 horsepower wheel, but 420 torque. But you still have stock cam. I do. I have stock heads, stock cam, stock, and like the engine is, other than the headers and everything mm. on it, the engine is completely stock. So mine is, it's, it's kind of nasty. Well, that my big, car was tuned by Ryan as well. It's but. a
1: big, lopy stage four cam from Brian Thule Racing's in it, so st- still stock heads. Yeah, so it's port polished job with upgraded valve springs. Oh, they are ported
0: in. They're port oh. polished oh, stock okay. heads. Oh, so okay. I thought they were completely stock. They're, heads.
1: they're no, they're port polished heads, and then valve springs were updated. Uh, yeah, those things will get valves, valve valve float on those stock cylinder heads. You, otherwise, you, you, you got to do something with yeah. it. So, I mean, at some point, if I really felt like doing head work again, I, I don't. know. You I, could go to like some AFRs. That's all thinking something like that. But at uh, this time, I'm good with as it sits right now. Right. Um, and then some long tube headers and X pipe stock titanium exhaust, and it's uh, it's enough. Power. It's a Texas car. It's it, it's very. So here's, <laughs> I drove it around Texas, felt fine. Yeah. It was, uh, it felt very normal there, uh, just driving around in the heat and everything. And then I start driving around uh, San Diego, and I feel a slight bit guilty, because it's it, it's, it's obnoxious, Yeah, a little bit. It's,
0: it's an obnoxious car. It's, it, my, my Corvette's a bit obnoxious, too. That's and, fun. But that was not my choice. I told, when it went in for the exhaust work, I said, <laughs> it, you know, and it was an R&D car, and I said, don't go crazy on it. And then they gave it back to me, and it sounded like a trophy car. Yeah, it
1: sounds awesome, though.
0: It does, but it's like it's a little more attention that I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with at this point in my life. You know, me. I, I, the irony, of course, saying I don't want attention, but I'm sitting here doing a podcast. Uh, but you're all about everybody. Look at me. Look what I've got. I know. That's you that's, that's typically 100. percent I mean, look at look at this flashy T-shirt I'm wearing. It's just as I do just about every week. It's almost it, always versus a it black cost shirt. Didn't it costs
1: eighty dollars, doesn't it? Uh, well,
0: it was
1: 840 or, but that's a whole Or $8, thing. Dollars. yeah. Either way, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, at least, so I got an 01, so that's the difference with it, and Speedway White was only available in 01, so it's at least as its rarity sake, uh, and it's a fairly calm color. I think it really looks good in a, the white-black Stormtrooper type. Yeah, no, it's, it. a, it's, a, it, it, it's, it's a good-looking it's, car. It's, it's sharp-looking, but it's, I didn't buy a yellow one, thank God.
0: Uh, no, and the C5 yellow was an awful color anyway. It's mustard yellow. Like, I like the C6 yellow. I mean, you've got to be a certain person to buy that car, but the bright yellow... No, not Mm. for me. It looks better than the C5 yellow. It does. The C6 yellow is a big improvement, but the C5 yellow is just
1: awful. It's got that and chrome uh, taillight bezels. That's not necessary
0: mm, don't ever do that no or the chrome fender vents or you know whatever other tacky things that it's like not necessary. lots of corvette buyers It's like pretty bad but it's
1: a lot of fun it grips real well and it's just a crap ton of fun i really am enjoying corvette ownership
0: now I, i've been doing it for 10 years so
1: but then so the car inevitably was not driven by the previous owner that
0: much yeah. So it was... Well, he replaced it with a 570, a yeah. McLaren 570. So, so, I mean,
1: it's C yeah. 5 C5-Z06, McLaren 570 GT. That's a... Okay. Yeah, and I like sense.
0: that he bought the GT. He didn't buy the other one. The GT is the better of the two variants. Yes, it is. I would agree with Although that. Although the new long tail variant of it is pretty dope. Whew, it's that 600LT looks
1: something delicious, doesn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, well, it's a McLaren, dude. And... They're always ver-
1: great. Vertical pipes.
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah. The, the pipes coming out problem. of the back. Yeah, mm. it's very very cool. Um, okay, so then you also currently you have an infinity. I have as well, an infinity M forty five. And there's another car that you're actually getting rid of. It's a Civic
1: hybrid too.
0: Yeah, you. Well, you're looking to get rid of this. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a computer. Car. It's it's just it's
1: cheap computer car uh, commuter car. It's just now sitting. But you're looking to get rid of it. Oh yeah, I'm, that's going to be that needs to be gone.
0: Ballpark, what are you looking for? A couple, like probably forty five hundred bucks. Okay, so if you're in Southern California just, if you're in or in anywhere and
1: you need a commuter car, just hit me up at TerminatorCon, just come find me somewhere. And it's I in I pretty out. good shape, too. It's a it? it?
0: good car. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't need it. That's the only thing. It's well, no, you're one man with four cars. And that's ridiculous, says one man with three cars at the moment. It, you got one more than me? How dare you? <laughs> well, I only have the... I have the three. I mean, I've got, you know, I've got the vet. I've got the Fiesta, which is going away yep. very soon. As a matter of fact, a uh, friend of the show's, I think, maybe procuring it. Uh, and really then, cool car. I love the Fiesta. Yeah, I mean, you you took that car... You're actually responsible for the paint chips on it, to be honest. Sweet. Uh, when we went out in the desert, like, shortly after I'd done all the you mountain stuff... You said lead, and I led. I know. It was a stupid decision on my part. Uh, and you but still have it, and I don't have mine. No. The whole front end of mine, you should have led. I should <laughs> in have. In retrospect. I should have, because the car was not very old at that point.
1: No, it was still very, very fresh.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was straight after all the mountain stuff on it. And the amazing so thing is, is that car... You would think there'd be a bigger difference between the Focus ST and the Fiesta ST, but those cars were very, very tight up until you got deep it, into tri- so triple that's digits. where displacement
1: took over, really, at that point. It's and like, that was
0: well north of, like, 110. I don't know about that, was it? Well, we're... It's it was here. Death Valley.
1: Death Valley. Yeah. Things happen in Death Valley.
0: Uh, or they don't. It's fictional. Either way. Um, it's an imaginary place. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: it's been... Uh, it was interesting. It was... It, Things needed to kind of shake up a little bit. So the
0: two cars are two performing.
1: I mean, it'll just be the Corvette and the Porsche.
0: Yeah. So those are the only and your things- Porsche is not PDK, right? No, no, it's manual. Okay. I wouldn't. No, 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 no. Oh, I like my PDK.
1: Not in that. I mean, uh, no, I can't do it. I mean, on the newer ones, it's. I'd probably would really strongly consider it. Yeah. But old school PDK, no, I'm okay. It's and the Boxster PDK was not great. I think actually.
0: Was those it those even PDK? Kind of or, or,
1: those were automatic.
0: Those were Tiptronic. Those, yes. and that's Which, Tiptronic doesn't mean anything. It just means manually shifted auto. It's just automatic. But That's all it is. Okay, so I'm chair a little bit. enough of your current collection, given we've gotten a two-year update on this yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's hit some of this new stuff that we were just talking about. Oh, my God. So, so the new BMW 3 Series has been unveiled, uh, and for the U.S. market, we're not getting a manual. That's bullshit. It's bullshit, but can you blame them? No. I but mean, at the
1: same time, that's the one car, the one car that should still maintain a manual transmission. At least have the option. Yeah. Cuz the ZF8, the ZF transmissions in them are phenomenal. Yeah, they really are quite good. Yeah. And I was when I was still doing the car searching, I was looking for an old 335 diesel 2011. That's what I was kind of considering uh, I, for a while. I
0: I had bought I had really considered one of those mm-hmm. back when I bought the Fiesta. But the problem is is that they have major major intake plumbing issues in they regards do. to the carbon build up on them
1: and so that is a is a thing to get done and if the turbos go it's i i i talked to one of our friends with driving all awesome Warren over there so he knows yeah. cuz he he works on them so he's like it's a i think it was like a 40 to 60 hour job to replace the turbos on that car yeah it's it, and they do go oh yeah so that's something to be very well aware of. And that was something that made me exceptionally nervous about like, buying on. That's
0: a pretty good chance of happening around 100,000 miles. Uh, yes. And the carbon is a guaranteed every forty or 50,000 miles. It will literally choke itself out. That's just
1: terrible. Light.
0: Says the guy that owns the Ford product with direct injection. So when I, we, we talked about this before. When yeah. I, I installed a catch can at
1: 22,000 miles, my valves were caked with carbon already yeah, from on the, the focus just to on be the clear. focus yeah it was yeah. it for and i was like why did not i do this from the be very now ford should definitely be with now and i had texted, I believe
0: they've addressed that in the newer turbo probably. motors but like yeah it's a legitimate serious problem with those motors and
1: i texted ken when i was i sent him the pictures like ken look at this mm-hmm. with him, ken with Mountain, and he's like our engineers have found no appreciable or measurable performance degradation of it they That's what he's saying. He says that,
0: and I get that. And they're also very closely tied with Ford. So, but at the same time, I can't believe that a car that's going to have a ton like your car, I could see where it wouldn't have a measurable performance difference Mm -hmm. on there. But like, fast forward another fifty thousand miles, where that car's got seventy or eighty thousand miles on it, and like you've got crusty valves, you can't tell me that's not going to be a problem. And and the walnut blasting is only going to go so far yes, although here's the the thing that I've seen is like good independent shops now yeah. what they'll do is they'll pull the intake off and then they'll take like pick sets and like either some brake cleaner or some intake cleaner, squirt it down in there, and then you know this is a lot of times this is while the engine's already out of the car, yeah. it's a bitch to do it while it's in, um, but use picks and basically a flashlight and go in there and just scrape it down like you're doing dental work that's, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit for, but nothing. at least that's an option that you can do. You can DIY. Yeah, um, but back to
1: like we're gone. We gone deep down a small rabbit hole there. But the three series, like
0: uh, it just bothers me that it's nobody not else in the available. segment was still doing it. I mean, the only one, the only other option was the Caddies. You could get it. You could get a manual, and that ain't
1: gonna last. I didn't like the first generation Cadillac ATS manual. It just felt sloppy and nasty. I don't know. I don't think v that was a Tremec in there. The V was the okay. V was good. The V was pretty good.
0: The ATS V, great car in terms of like dynamics and everything. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't, for whatever reason, kind of get in sync with the power band on that car. It's. I thought it was pretty. I, I don't think it was. It makes great power. Let me be very clear. I, thought, I think it's still more linear than the M3 and fours. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, like, I just couldn't, like, for some reason in that car, I couldn't mesh with the way that. The power delivery was and the mm-hmm. shift points and everything to really get full Now, which one did you drive? The manual or the automatic? Oh, yeah, it was the manual. Okay. The manual. So,
1: I actually think that I like the gearing and the manual a lot more than, than the automatic. Oh, yeah,
0: the automatic is not great. It'd be good if they threw the 10 speed in it, but this is a car that's on its last legs. It's they, they're not well, even. That's done already, isn't it? Well, no. This year is the last. I believe 2019 is the last that's year for sad. it. That's and a they're car. only producing the coupe for 2019. Uh-huh. um But. That's, you know. ne-
1: that's the next thing I'll say is always always an M3 over an M4 fan on the new body. Yeah,
0: I think the ATS sedan is very good-looking. Mm. Same thing with the M3 sedan. Um, and then the C63s, but I don't know. The even new M3
1: has been spied at the Nürburgring now, so there's that should be coming out.
0: Let me guess. It looks like an M3. It's still the same. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, for I, better I, or worse, they look about the
1: same. I just not... A fan every single time, especially modified. Good lord, they sound terrible modified.
0: Yeah, but I drove the dining cars. The dining cars are they're really good. It's just in that generation, I would have much rather had the ATSV mm-hmm. or had the C sixty three. The C sixty three is dope too. But if you, the driver's car was definitely the ATSV, it was so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. the turn in. I mean, I I it, I thought the only thing that really just bothered me again another thing with that was the was q is just i'm so it was changing. weird q is like terrible i had back
0: to back i had the cts uh v sport yeah and the atsv um and q would responded differently in them like in the v sport it was the newest rev yeah. and like it wasn't ideal but it was perfectly usable and then i got back into the i, I had the atsv literally the following yeah. week and it was dog shit Makes sense, though. But I, to be honest, I don't really care beyond a certain... Like, I'd use it for the climate controls, and that was mm-hmm. about it. Because otherwise, I'd plug in my phone, and CarPlay would take over the dashboard, and I no longer cared.
1: You know what? Here's another thing. I'm gonna, it's, I don't know if this is going to be against popular opinion, but I think Cadillac's on the downtrend. I don't think any. they're doing... They're, they're killing off some of the stuff that they've got. The CT6 was... A bit meh. It wasn't all that great. It was never really what it should be. It was never the, never the proper flagship Cadillac that they should have been doing. No.
0: They're, I mean, the guy that... And I think he's already out. The guy that took over Cadillac yeah. for a while because they're already moving it back to Michigan. They're taking it out of New York. And I just um, think
1: it's back on the downward trend again. And that's sad because they, they well, could have done something The great.
0: guy that they brought in to run the show really fucked things up for yeah. like a couple of years.
1: Um, and we're you're obviously going to be like four to five years behind the development cycle. Right. So I think we'll it was see. a big
0: mistake killing the CTS name because the CTS-V actually yeah. carries a bit of cachet, at least amongst performance enthusiasts. The newer one was good. The Vs, like, say what you will about the rest of the Cadillac lineup, but across the board, the Vs have had very positive things associated with them for a long time mm-hmm. now. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we're prejudging. The CTS-V Sport or uh, CT6V as it is now. It was going to be a V Sport, but it's a twin-turbo dual-overhead cam V8. It might be really good. We're prejudging, man. I just, I'm, I'm start I've
1: lost my lust for Cadillac performance vehicles. It's just, the the CTS-V's good, and it's just, I'm just not really feeling it much anymore. It just doesn't seem exciting. Uh, I just, it's something about about It's just, they're not building anything. That they were trying to get the younger audience. They did. Yeah. To a certain point they did, but they never really the ATSV never really came to fruition on all levels that it should have come come to. The, I really think the ATSV would have been amazing as in a second generation.
0: That's the thing, is is Caddy is a brand that needs iteration, right? They mm-hmm. always get it like the first C- CTSV was good and it was really cool, mm-hmm. and it was a legitimate M5 competitor at the time, but it had its downsides and the, the interior wasn't great. No. Second gen CTSV came around, the interior was much improved, and it was batshit crazy. Now and that's always yeah. going to be the famous generation because you get it in a wagon with a manual. Or you know, just a sedan with a manual, or they had the, the coupe too, which was very distinct looking.
1: And what's funny is I was talking to Ryan about these because um, it was that that seems to be the one car that people can get can make stupid power out of them. It's just it's now, the modern Grand National, and, and it's just it's just difficult to find non-clapped out ones unless you're really going to pay for it. Non- yeah, they're all clapped. or they're, Everybody's buying them.
0: You I can would find say them in the twenty
1: thousand dollar range, 80,
0: 000, like eighty percent of them are automatics too. Yeah, uh, which I want nothing to do with in that car. True, um, I actually saw a really beautiful one when I was in New York last week. There was a CT like at right by one World Trade Center by yeah. the, by all the um, the uh, memorials there. There was a minty CTS V manual wagon, and I'm like, what color? Uh, I think it was gray. I
1: dig that. Whatever the black diamond, the pearl, uh, sorry, the the flaked diamond. Uh, black paint that they had? Yeah. Oh, my God, that color. Was well, so the
0: last V-Sport I had had that, had that paint on it. That So the that black with the black wheels, the shit looks tough. But I'll tell you right now, the best bang for the buck right now is V-Sports. I would agree. Um, because it's the LF3 engine, so it's almost exactly the same motors as in the ATS-V. Mm-hmm. And they're... Four hundred and forty. Don't that they're
1: four twenty factory. Yeah,
0: they are. They're four twenty factory. They were, but a it, they're a tune away from five fifty. I took one of those
1: around um, Big Willow, yeah, at an MPG track day a couple of years ago, and the V Sport. I was like, okay, this is this is fun, and I had it actually it's sh- it
0: shares. Um, it's the only one in the GM lineup, and it's the only other car that shares the transmission with the uh, old ISF and RCF. Mm. So it, it's like it's not the world's greatest transmission, but it ain't bad.
1: That's it, there are
0: worse. That is a car there. that is very easy to accidentally go on the highway and look down and go, oh, I'm doing 120. Oops!
1: Like some cars have those uh, settling instincts. I love
0: it. it. That car does it very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, enough on caddies that are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else is some been, of the
1: some of the red eyes uh, Challenger red eyes are starting to come out.
0: Yes. And I,
1: every single time I've seen any media or whatever, the red I, I always think about Brian Brown from the movie Cocktail. He's like, hey, bartender, you know how to make a red eye? Every single time I see this, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure the
0: name was right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's just like Chrysler's always throwing out a, a some weird iteration or other. Uh, and I'm going to hit the chat right now just because they're asking questions okay. before we finish up and lose track of where we were. Lexus F is the new Cadillac V. Um, they're tamer. They're not cra- they're not as crazy. Everything, and, and
1: that's what I liked about the CTS V, the second gen. It was just it had that level of batshit craziness about it. That was just there was some level of excitement with it. The Lexus F, they're great. I I would equate Lexus F to late l- a late 2000s. Reliable BMW M,
0: yes, that's kind of and and mind you, I like those cars. They were great, but they're not the same level as the V or the M's or the C 63s They're just not there. Um, And the styling, you know, I've specifically got a question from Orange on Mm -hmm. Orange on uh, Orange G, which is funny because I read it as Orange (laughs) uh, on styling. um, I don't know um, some of the Lexus stuff. Like I don't hate the GSF. No, I don't either. But I get where there's a lot of, you know, split opinions on the styling. Like the
1: headlights are kind of sucked in too much? Yeah. Uh, Our friend Manuel Uh, Creel, he said the same thing. Like, we were actually walking around uh, downtown not too long ago, and it was just... They are kind of inset. I I at least like that they've gone crazy with their styling to a point. At least they've pushed that envelope. And I actually think that they don't make bad-looking cars. They're not...
0: very no, they're not pretty. as bad as people, I think some people make them out to be, but they will look very much of an era in yes. 10 years. The same thing with that and the C7 Corvette. They won't age. No, well. no, no. The C7 is already not aging well, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, uh, they don't look good. And it looks like they learned that lesson on the C8 because the C8 is much more restrained.
1: That's a good thing.
0: It looking, it's looking more like it borrows a lot of cues from the C6.
1: So I, I saw something that frustrated me at the local Cars and Coffee. I okay. do not. Get, so the ZR1. Yes. We can talk about this a little bit. The ZR1, I, I understand why they build the specific models for specific buyers and everything. Mm-hmm. But I saw a terribly specced, high-wing, convertible automatic. It it looked so bad. And it was just it, like, I'm like, okay, yeah. mar- maroon. Okay, got it. Maroon with like a red top and orange seats with red seat belts. It looked so bad. It was it, 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 horrendous looking. And full carbon. Full aero, carbon, everything on the convertible automatic. Uh, it upsets me. And that's a car I'm like, I will but never do But you know what? At. They sell a ton of them. They, and that's the problem. And it, it was in Rancho Santa Fe of all, of all things uh, in San Diego. So that's like a very affluent area. And I would, that, that car's and coffee is pretty GM awesome.
0: GM did the purest thing with the Z06 for a while. Yeah. Um, and... I think they just learned their lesson of, like, this can be a cash cow. Well, the thing is, the
1: Z06, C7, the Z06 was the, the, C5, was the ZR1. The
0: C 5 well, no, the ZR1 was the ZR1 and the C6 Before generation. this one came
1: out, the new, the C7 Z06 was, to me, it, in my mind, that was the ZR1. Okay. And the Grand Sport was the Z06. If, if
0: yeah, I mean, the Grand Sport, I mean, again, it's it's kind of interesting. And the, the C7 generation, Um, you know, the... The Grand Sport is absolutely the track car. That's so
1: awesome, that car.
0: Although the ZR1 now is ridiculous because the lap times just came in around VIR. Wow. Uh, number one, GT2, GT2 RS. This is a uh, car, and driver's, uh, lightning. It was car and driver's lightning lap. Yeah. So
1: it was, it was the GT2 RS, the ZR1, and then the 720S. Yeah. And I the GT2 was RS shocked.
0: was um, well out in front. Um, God, it's such a good the GT2 RS. Bear with me. Uh, every here. time
1: I, I think about like at least the power levels and everything else with it, I, I remember the the Shark Works GT2 that met um, its it unfortunate is end. Three
0: hundred thousand dollar car, and let's see, lightning lap, uh, two minutes forty three seconds. Uh, 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 the, okay, that, that, that was, was the Ford, Ford GT. GT. Um, buh, buh, buh. Let me switch back over. I'm gonna find the. Let's do the full listing of all the laps
1: with it. But yeah, yeah. It, it's it. It was faster than a Ford GT. That says something. And the and the ZR1 is they're legitimate. The Z06 is a legitimate handful. That's a lot of car to handle. And yeah. they don't. They're squirrely And about uh, that, I, to me, I I I never liked them.
0: I have not spent any appreciable time in the driver's seat of that car. I cannot really give mm-hmm. good commentary on it. Um, but after just
1: a, the, I had, a, a friend had one in a brief stint that I drove in the C7 Z06. And it just, it wants to go sideways going straight. And just, I, I but also I think a lot of the, the suspension tuning, like some of them needed some a better alignment setups. Uh, I know that you can set those cars up, but sometimes from the factory, they weren't that great. So you definitely need to adjust your own um, alignments with okay uh, so here we go sub- i've heard that they were not very good
0: i'm going to switch over right now to it. here are car and drivers lap times uh and That's here we go nuts. we've got the nuts. porsche gt2 rs at two minutes 37.8 seconds which is ridiculous because the cl- next closest and mind you look at the price differential we're talking a three hundred thousand dollar car to a car that's in the... Everything in the 5,
1: 250 up class yeah. is, just, is already in the top five. With the, the ZR1, one the at
0: ZR1. 239.5, which came ahead of the McLaren G- 720. But I'll tell you right now, that 720,
1: anybody can get in. And, and I won't say get close to that, but anybody could be able to get in that car. The same thing with the GT2 and yep. be able to do... Something similar. There's no way mere mortals are going to get any kind of time in that. So zero one.
0: here's the crazy thing is like, look at this, this is how far we've come in a year. Last year, the Ford GT came in at 243. So that was the fastest car last year. And then a, and a, now, and then a
1: few years before, I mean, just barely two years before that, it's the 918 Spyder. 243.
0: <laughs> so they're effectively, let's just call them the same, right? Okay. And look at this concept car, Lexus RF GT. That was that. That's of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it's just crazy though that like those cars are so close. A Performante, yeah. And this year's two forty
1: four, right? Th- th- that's nuts. Meanwhile, how much, I mean, we have th- the, the thing th- is is the Performante to the, to the 570S, That's that's batshit in, in itself, yeah. In the same class, right? But then the zero the the zero one coming into it. That's so mind
0: boggling. We have okay in twenty fifteen, Car and Driver pulled a two forty with a Z06, and this year the ZR1 did a 239.5. They did basically five seconds faster. It's ridiculous.
1: And that's, and and VIR is not and, and for the faint of heart Just either. for
0: reference, the ACR does it in 244.2. And no,
1: that's, that's, yeah, that was a, a couple, of the, right the year after the Z6. And the... And they were setting, and the ACR, they were... Touting that they were setting lap records right. everywhere,
0: the 488 GTB did it in 2:45, and this year the Ford GT did it at 2:45. So the no, no, g- that was last year's. This year, uh, no, 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 right here. Ford no, GT. So why do they have Ford? GT because they retested twice? it again this year. Uh, oh, so yeah, they retested right, so the, right. the Ford GT again this year, and it did it in 2:45. So the wow. Porsches and the McLarens and the Corvette completely wax the Ford GT already. Yeah. What the hell is going to happen when Chevy goes mid-engine next year?
1: See that the Zora or whatever it's going to be called. No, it's it just going to be the. Corvette. They've done every single thing that they can do with a front-engine, rear-wheel drive car. It's and just which not is clearly a lot. And look at what's the fa- next fastest? Is I mean the RCF GT concept, whatever. Uh, that wasn't th- that's twelve years ago now that they had that around. But then the ACR was there next. That was the that that's
0: that, that's it. And the ACR was a two forty four. And that's fast. Yeah. It's, we are, I mean, the Camaro ZL1 is at 245. The Camaro ZL1 was 0.2 seconds slower than the 4GT. Where's your money going?
1: I don't know what it is. Oh,
0: here's I, an interesting one. And this is a car I know very well just because my friends built these things. The Mosler MT900S did it in 245 in 2008. And that's purpose-built. That's in 2008 they did that. That's a purpose-built car. No, that was a that. race car. Straight up race Only car. Only to,
1: to slay lap times. Of, and, and that's <laughs>
0: not a major manufacturer. I just find it interesting that that's on the list here just because it's, it's it's a weird nostalgia thing because literally yeah, like, my oh, friends like built, a Mosler. my friends built those cars. So it's it's kind of fun just to see that. But that's just wow, nice. that's impressive. It was tooling a 245. That's pretty awesome. Eight years ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Very so,
1: cool. yeah, I, I I think the mid-engine Corvette, because the chassis, now, the only thing that, that they can probably build a proper race, because they've been doing those, whatever, and World Sports Car, and then Daytona prototypes and things like that, that was going through, is that through ALMS? Maybe I'm wrong with that, but... The, the Daytona prototypes, the Corvettes that they were doing the Minogen yeah, setups. Yeah,
0: yes, I think so, so. There's
1: there's that, but that's nothing really that they're going to be getting a lot of raw data from.
0: But no, then, no, no. It's very early in that. I mean, it's it, but it's just amazing how fast this stuff is getting. I I I mean, I I we're talking Ford made a mistake, and doing oh, yeah.
1: and they were they were throwing EcoBoost and trying to say we want this specific aerodynamic car to be able to fit the V6 turbo. I really think they should have gave up on some of the aerodynamics and did a Voodoo engine and twin turbo that. Um,
0: yeah, and, and or did
1: the the, the, the prospective GT five hundred engine in that my,
0: and, and you're you're a huge Mustang fan. I mean, you've got your you've got your car that's that still forever project. Yeah. Yes, um, right. I Don't think ask. what <laughs> Ford is just doing is they're easing people into the idea that you know their performance line is all going to be V six turbo. So when's think the Mustang
1: going to drop V8s? <sighs> I don't probably think it's not next, this. It's not this next gen, but it'll be the it, one it'll after. It'll be the,
0: probably be the one after. It'll be a smaller displacement V8 turbo. I don't even think they'll do that. Because it's already uh, the displacement on those. I mean, no, they'll just go straight to the six. Because what they're going to do is they're going to make that six just completely eclipse the voodoo motors and everything in terms of power. It's going to be like, a sad, sad day. It's where it'll go. And, you know, at some point we have to decide we're not going to fry the planet. So, you know. Well,
1: I mean, if we, if we last that long, so. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. So enough of lap times and drooling over them. But it's awesome. still just amazing to me that we're seeing three or four second decreases in lap times in the course of a year. That's it's mind-boggling. Insanity. I love the times we live in. I mean, this is, to give you an idea... The GT3 did it in 2:47. These are that's nine seconds difference. That's nine this year's seconds. GT3. Yeah,
1: the GT2. I, I, everybody will say, oh, it's they're they're, they're going to be too hairy to drive. No, it's apparently not.
0: No, they we're beyond be that broken. point. And here's the thing: is we're beyond that point in the Porsche world because they're too refined. Uh, And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean they're too refined, and 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 there's so many expectations of Porsche that they won't do that. Three
1: hundred thousand dollar nine eleven. Let that sink in. Well, no, no, that's that's three hundred thousand dollars if you could
0: get one at that price. That's
1: that's that's asking. That's MSRP. Yeah, you're probably going to
0: be paying three fifty to three seventy. That's
1: if not more. Yes, I could see hundred eighty to one hundred thousand dollars over. Dealer markup on those cars. Yeah. Just to get your hand on one.
0: I really yeah. got to have uh, somebody on from uh, Ren reunion just happened. Um, I really got to have somebody on from from that. Uh, hopefully it's SEMA. And I wanted
1: to go, but at the same
0: time, like I followed everybody's social media feed.
1: And I'm like, oh, here it is. There's everything.
0: See, I'm not that far up Porsche's ass that I'm going to do that stuff yet. Like I own one is my daily, and I enjoy that car as my daily, but I'm not like worshiping at the altar of Porsche. I'm agnostic on these fronts. I got I just, a super cheap one. I like everything. You know, I have a. I, I, I love my Fiesta and I'm reticent to get rid of it, but I need to because it's not practical for me to have three cars. It says, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking I, about. Yeah. So, okay, off of there. Yeah. So, I'm a smack dab in the middle of SEMA planning right now okay. and getting schedules worked out. Uh, so, anybody out there that's listening right now that is part of kind of the extended Shout Engine podcast universe or is just friendly with us, uh, if you need stage time, If you need, um, we've got the stage set up at SEMA, which is going to be six wide, uh, so we can have six people on the stage at once. uh, And we can do panel discussions, and all that will be taken care of, very similar to what we've done in years past. But we're also going to have an additional private recording studio set up at SEMA um, right on the show floor. So if anybody that's out there that's listening and does podcast stuff, need space let me know just chris at shout engine just let me know Easy. and we will get you set up with space um that's what it's there for and that's part of why we're a couple there. Of weeks away now um, too which is nuts otherwise yeah if you're at SEMA, come by say hi uh i may be tied up doing a show or something um but if you hang out um my buddy patrick's gonna be there helping us out uh and like if you want to hang out and everything um you know patrick will let me know that you're around and we can shoot the shit and and do all that fun stuff but it will be hectic uh just don't so yell
1: through the the fences we, yeah we had that before and if that you're can...
0: crazy snake man from last year please just don't come
1: that was i, I wasn't there but i heard about it oh That's yeah funny. dude
0: he was nuts he was absolutely nuts uh snake i almost man. feared to talk of him for for you know potential He's of listening. summoning him uh let's see i'm gonna go back and check the chats here because we've had it on uh, kind of another page here we for a little bit. Die try a little uh, bit. Had use of it. Uh, drove nicely. Uh, okay. What we got? Um, well, we have uh, von Waffenberg saying hello. Hello. So there we go. Lots of um, hellos. All right. We got an
1: emoji fest going on. What was that?
0: I don't know. No, I don't know. But it's crazy chat shit. Um, and I'm juggling a few different things right now. Uh, okay. So. Yeah. What else was on? So we were talking the Challenger. Okay. Okay. So tell me about this car, because I pay, admittedly, almost zero attention to Mopar stuff, because there's, like, a new Mopar variant every Mopar 15 Mopar? minutes. Mopar car no? Okay. That's I don't hate I don't them. It's just, like, a lot of the stuff, like, I've, I've had bad experiences with Mopar stuff, so, like, my opinions are a little soiled, even though I realize that that's not fair. It's true. But... You some have your biases. After some of the things with the red eye from, for you.
1: from what I remember with it, I remember it was like 797 horsepower. Because the
0: Hellcat needed more power.
1: It abs- right.
0: Is that a, that's more than the Demon too? No, isn't no, it? it's less than the Demon. What so was the Demon? Demon was like 840.
1: Okay. With on super fuel or whatever the fuck.
0: Oh, on 100 octane yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: So and then it was so it's different. Super it has the Demon supercharger and a few other bits, still so wide body. Basically, it's like, it. it's like, a hey, this
0: is a demon, just, you know, you need to not make the a drag boost. Like,
1: here's, here's the demon, but not the drag car. Okay. That's kind of how I interpret it, which it's cool. Uh, I love me some Hellcat, uh, but that's... Are
0: Hellcats depreciating like motherfuckers at this so point? So
1: I remember when I was looking at, like, last year, Yeah, and you can get Challenger Hellcats. That's weird. When I was looking at Challenger Hellcats in the high 40s, with a and those cars were
0: seventy five, eighty grand new, right? Yeah, yeah. Now
1: they were starting. the sixties. Oh, were they that 60s, long? Yeah. Wow. In a, of course, you weren't going to get one at that price. I remember I was looking at a Hellcat lease for a little bit. I was like, should I? Do, should I do
0: that? Yeah, you are in. Like, you like, are. Bi- and, and forgive me, you are like firmly like tiptoeing on the edge of midlife crisis land, my friend. it's, it's okay. Yeah, I just I'm,
1: I, it's a white Corvette. It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But a Hellcat would be awesome.
1: I'd have, I'd have done that. Uh, but I only... I, I would but that have,
0: consumes fuel at a point where it's aggravating to drive. So, well, the Corvette's kind of bad. Is yours that bad? Yeah, it's kind of bad. Mine's not bad.
1: Uh, well, I drive it a lot in the city and then on canyons. I don't drive it really... I don't do a lot of you highway cruising. You've got a big
0: aggressive cam in
1: yours. That's, that's why. That's true, too. Uh, on the highway, if commuting, when I've, I have tested it, and I'll get between 25 to 27 on the highway, as it is. Which is good. Yes. Uh, but for average, I think when I drove it this weekend, I just kind of just needed a glance at what... I'm just like, you know Let's see what the fuel economy looks like. I haven't reset it in like two or three tanks. Does
0: yours actually have the thing that tells you on the dash what the economy yes. is? I didn't know the C5s had they that. Didn't I never have. had a C5. So. I was
1: at 11.9.
0: Oh. I can... I mean, even in city driving, like a mix between city and highway, I can average like 17... But I'm also I'm like I never I'm not light on it I'm always no you high. drive like a dick one hundred percent of the time I mean if
1: I'm gonna drive it I'm driving like a dick because yeah. that's it the Boxer does like twenty twenty one
0: which is okay yeah I, I, I will say the thing I miss about the Fiesta is how relatively good on gas it is compared Focus to was the, the same thing the Macan too. is
1: atrocious see I drove the Focus for the most part with no regard yeah. and it was between twenty three to twenty five in that car oh my
0: Fiesta was never that good
1: well I also drove a lot of highway at yeah. that time. So I was, it was a lot of highway cruising, so it was like 40-something miles. But, I mean, you don't buy these cars for fuel economy, as long as you just get the multi-purpose nature of the hatchbacks, and actually the turbo hatchbacks are actually pretty good for in a certain sense.
0: Mine averaged like 18 around town, which is bad for a 1.6. Well, it's 1.6 with, with a snail on it. Yeah, it's and it's always in boost. Um, okay, so chat. Okay, there's a couple of things coming okay. Uh Chris Limbright, uh, as far as Borla, we have been assured the Borla loudness situation has been fixed because they got in big trouble. What with was the going on? on last I'm, not, year. I'm not aware of this. Uh, last year, Borla's booth was directly next door to Magnaflow. Oh, Floor, that. Okay. And yeah, they yeah, were yeah. pissed at us. Uh, and from there, like, they were pissed and they didn't want to be next to Magnaflow which I understand but they acted like petulant children so and they po- tried it to blasted they blasted exhaust. exhaust noise from their video at our podcast the entire week we were there that's just it was a very a, dick such move such a big dick <laughs> move <laughs> yeah um, but that from what i understand that's terrible. they have been that i don't think we're going to be right next door to them again and they were warned about that because they got in trouble good um, so let's see chris is saying his fist st averages 24 and a half uh, with 24 miles to the highway every day. Yeah, that's not hard enough. Uh, I have the Mountain stuff, everything Mountain done on my car, though. So yeah. that's probably the difference. Um, Let's see. And then we've got Peter saying his Mopar has dropped like a rock. I In the Canadian it, market, yeah. his 13 Charger RT uh, with everything, everything loaded, right, is down to 25,000 Canadians. So that's like what? Three fifty here.
1: It's it's a dollar and seventy five. I think that's
0: like I want to say like eighteen thousand dollars here or something that's like terrible. that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that. dude. That's some bad depreciation.
1: I remember looking at these because I was. I remember when when Patrick and I were looking. We we're like, what's the best like highway blaster for the money right now? And we were looking this up, and it was between the thirteen fourteen GT five hundred and the Hellcats. They were in the similar price range at that time. Yeah, the Challenger Hellcats and those, and they were. I'm sure we can go probably look them up right now. I don't think that they would be out of the 40s, but I would say mid-40s to low-50s for a Hellcat. And considering that they're a couple of years old now, I would say that that's pretty decent.
0: Yeah, although y- the other one that's really kick-ass at that price is uh, getting yourself a ZL1. Oh,
1: I found. I remember when I was looking around, too, because I'm always looking for dumb shit to buy. Apparently, that's what I do. Yeah. And the first year ZL1s, I think they were 2012,
0: I like to say. Something like that. So the
1: 2012 ZL1, I found one with, it was like 15,000. This is, mind you, this is about two years ago when yeah. I was looking at it. It was had like 15,000 miles on it. It was 31 grand.
0: Yeah, and I think they're well under that at And this now point.
1: Th- that's a missile for that price. Yeah. And it's, if you can you get over the, that, it's the first of the fifth-gen Camaro styling. If you can get over that, which I could easily get over. I mean, it's, the only thing is, is the, that first bit had the G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip for the steering wheel because d- it was, oh, it was yeah, terrible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then visibility is, is, a, is a piece of shit. It's te- God, they're so bad. The convertible that I drove was just horrible. Horrible! I, I just pillbox. But it's the crazy deal is, but is the
0: z or, or not the Z06? The Z28 rather mm-hmm. are in like the low to mid thirties. That's on those such cars. a good car. In a, a fifth gen Camaro Z28 for that price is a not a bad buy at all. No, it's but it is race car. It is not a good deal. It's not for the faint heart. No, no. It's even
1: it's, my Z06. It, I, I it is lowered on the stock bolts, and. California has some bumpy roads sometimes, and sometimes like I think I'm going to need to raise the bolts and the rear. Oh, dude, my
0: car is raised all the way around. Because
1: I'm hitting bump stops on normal driving.
0: My car is raised in all all four wheels on my Corvette are raised. People kind of make fun of it as like the 4x4 Corvette, but the difference is is I can drive it everywhere and not destroy it. True. Um, I did that specifically after doing a lot of Canyon driving. For the
1: most part, all I do in that car, it's only... Weekend and performance driving. Yeah. I don't really, I, I don't do too much. Just, I mean, I, I have just a few times, but it's not like at a crazy, crazy commute. But I have driven it to work a few times, so it's nothing insane. Uh, and I have a couple mile commute now, so it's not like it's a big deal. But it, it, for the most part, it's it's. I only drive it and drive it hard, and that's the point of that car. That's all I'll do with it.
0: Okay, so, a different topic entirely. Yeah, so. This week, it was. It's basically come out that the Model Three is now basically the safest thing on the road. Who cares? Um, but for <laughs> all their problems, like Tesla's safety record is fucking incredible. You got to give them okay. that. Okay. So who, who cares? You were the man that had one on order at My one point. point. I pulled that shit. <laughs> I, I. Why? Why do you say who cares though?
1: It's. I, I got it. That's the revelation of of everything that it goes forward with, mm-hmm. and it's. It, it's everybody It's accessible for the most part. I still think that they need a, a little bit less of a premium product. I, I They brought the model three out as here's the entry level, but no way that you equip it. Is it any less than 60 grand? So that kind of is really, you, if you don't get anything that you would want in the car, the car is not less than 60. I mean, you start getting extra stuff. I thought it. you
0: could get pretty decent in like the low forties. I just it's it's that's just not
1: the whole point. I I really am bothered by the interior material quality at that price point, even in the 40s. I'm not. We're just not talking about safety. Let's just talk about my qualms with it. Is the Model S is not that great for interior material quality? No, it's not. That bothers me.
0: But imagine, like again, I think this is kind of same syndrome Cadillac has. That was their very first. That was their. I get. I mean, we could call the Roadster their first car, but it really. I wouldn't call it. I I would say the the all-new car would be the most. I'm betting they address that in the next version.
1: I would hope that they would, but there's still... It just. I don't feel myself even drawn more. I was thinking about it just because it would have been a good commuter and things like that, but then
0: it's just an expensive proposition to go into. It'll be... I think it'll be interesting once the performance variant comes out. Okay. Um, But... I really like electric cars, especially after the time I've spent in them in the last. And I'm not I'm not an anti
1: electric car fan. I was actually somewhat considering an, a uh, a certified pre owned i3 for a little bit because they were yeah. like the range extended models. Those were in the in the mid to high teens. And I'm like, okay, it's a fifty thousand dollar electric car for and it's all car- I, I like I like the
0: fact that it's a hundred
1: percent carbon chassis. It's amazing. It's cool. It's it's just it's a, an interesting car. And I'm not a huge but, fan of modern uh, BMW, but the thing is, is that would have been a decent commuter.
0: No, no, it would have been a great. I was like that.
1: that, and like a couple year old volt. Just to, for if I was going to continue. My to dad buy my bought a volt, volt
0: just the just the other day. He bought a volt. Uh, I think it was on Saturday.
1: Like a, a, a certified pre-owned one. No, like brand a, a
0: new. Brand new ones? Brand new one. Uh, I think he came out the door after all the rebates and everything. Like high twenties.
1: But the the bolt is expensive.
0: Well, he bought a volt. No, no bolt. I just I had the, the, the bolt, bolt two weeks ago, three mm-hmm. weeks ago, um, and I really liked it. I mean. Yes, the interior parts are cheap, but you're paying for the battery pack on that car agreed yeah theres um, there is there there is it the, is,
1: the the differences that you get with it uh, i it just, is the perfect city car it, it's 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 yes i'm just still i just i i don't i don't love it i could actually found my i would have found myself more interested in driving around a cheaper I three then and then even well you know what else is, is I mean dirty of, uh, cheap
0: is you've got the, the 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 five hundred E's are like they're like I think you can trade them for a Slim jam or something yeah um and then the dollops of envelopes yeah and the Nissan Leafs in the used market ridiculous um, off of the only off, off the, of lease yeah. you can buy those out here for like eight or nine thousand dollars with like sub forty thousand miles on them that's it's kind of the only thing is
1: they don't have and we, it's not an issue for us oh actually cut kind of can be, considering where you could drive it. But they have the non-cooled batteries. So they don't have the temperature-controlled batteries like the Volt does. And that's a big problem. Again, that's a large deterioration of battery issues with them is if you don't cool them properly.
0: Both Tesla and GM are water-cooling their batteries, which is a big, big difference.
1: Um, I'm not sure BMW does on that. I don't sure know. I don't probably,
0: know that car well enough either. Sure um, they would. I heard
1: that there's supposed to be an even further range extended model on the i3 coming up. Well,
0: recently. they killed the range extender in Europe last week. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the new ones here, I think they're supposed to be doing something because I mean, we need the. I mean, in the United States market or North American market, probably need.
0: Okay, that. so we got a couple of comments for you. Got it. Um, Go for it. Let's then. see. First one is, uh, how hard do you think it would be to pull the passenger seat out of a Boxster? Because uh, Rumble Strip here says that if he can do that, he could use that and like uh, he could use that car every day uh, so he could bring his dog with him. So is the boxer seat coming out a big pain in the ass? It or does look, that set it, off like a bunch of sensors It and probably
1: stuff? would because I do believe there's side impact airbags in that. Okay.
0: So check that out, dude. Like Check all the sensor situation because that's the biggest problem in my, in my vet right I now. I just know
1: working in the interior of the boxer in general sucks. I replaced the clutch interlock switch because that's one of the things that went, and mm-hmm. it was so freaking uncomfortable getting in that car just to replace a stupid switch. Well, it's a
0: tiny car; it's
1: it sucked. I did not <laughs> like that. There's, and there's no and the only way that I could do it, literally, I had the to top down, legs straddling the headrest, and I'm literally getting lightheaded trying to sort of get to this stupid switch. It was that t- doesn't surprise
0: me. I pulled the interior part on the Macan uh, several weeks ago, and uh, mm-hmm. FYI. For everybody that's been asking me questions about the uh, CarPlay retrofit stuff, I'm still working on it and trying to get it to a point where it's actually a product that doesn't suck to ship. Um, So, yeah, I totally get it. But the Macan interior was actually relatively easy to pull apart once you figured out a few tricks. It wasn't too bad, uh, which was kind of a nice surprise. Um, Jesse Rosenfeld says, you inspired him to stick it out in the military. Really? He has four years to a mill retirement at 38. Uh, and he's inspired by the fact that like you're doing us all this other stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I can just stick it out and then just have fun and do whatever the hell I want after."
1: Jesse, thank you for that. That like furthers and fuels my.
0: Because you just signed up again.
1: Didn't I I I reenlisted another couple of years. Yeah, like six. So oh, you did a full six. I did a full six. Okay. <laughs> so that'll, I'll be at 21 now by the time I can And, and I what's your work? what's your rank right now? I'm a chief. I'm an E7. Okay. So so where do you think you'll be at the end of that? It all depends on what happens. We'll okay. see. I'd like to at least get a, another one up. That'd be nice. Okay. Uh, but I could continue to 24 at that point, which would be kind of interesting.
0: I, I still love the fact that, the, the, that there is an actual position called the rear admiral. <laughs> I find that Chris hilarious, would Chris would say that It's very funny. it doesn't sound real.: Well, it's you and your power bottom
1: fetish or whatever that is. Oh,
0: the Ford Power bottom yeah you and that I find that very funny. Out. That's just a funny oh, comment
1: too yeah I almost forgot i am that, I am
0: officially like twelve years old <laughs> i find okay. I find all this crude stuff very funny It's crude humor if you don't yeah. you, if, if you
1: lose that ability to laugh at crude humor then. Okay, you're guys. Not, you're no
0: child. So at this point, I think we're going to start wrapping up. If okay. you have any questions, throw them in the chat right now, uh, and we'll get to them and try and address them before we get out. Otherwise, we're going to get the hell out of here because we tried this stream multiple times. Kill time. But I'm glad it finally and we're worked.
1: we're in the Palatial Podcast uh, Studio 2.0, which is lovely.
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of work there. I have not to been to this, the new Palatial Podcast. It's nice. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else coming in. Uh, I think that's it for this evening. Um,
1: I'm just going to dispel this, this, uh, quick rumor. It's not, it's it's not brick. Just just saying. You should
0: have left the illusion. (laughs) I ruined it. Why? Was there actual
1: debate on that? No, no, there's not. It was, that was one for me.
0: Okay. No, it's not. It's unfortunately not. Uh, we're on the second (laughs) floor of an apartment in Redondo beach, California. So so. there's no brick walls. Yeah. This is my, this is my office slash studio. Um, (laughs) Okay. Oh, we got one last question. Um, Chris, what do you think it would be easier to do in a 14 Fiesta SD, Sync 3 or Retrofit CarPlay? You can actually Retrofit Sync 3. I did it myself. Um, If you have questions on that, Chris, um, shoot me an email directly at Chris at ShoutEngine, and we can talk about that. Uh, I went through that whole process, and it's a little painful, but not too bad. But also at Um, the same
1: time. I remember on the Civic, I got a, a Apple CarPlay unit in there. And I was looking for something for the Porsche, too. And on some of the cars that you would require AC integration systems, because sometimes the screens, like the Infiniti, yeah. that car has all the controls and everything for viewing your, yeah. air, your like, climate control in there. So some of those you can do an OBD2 system where... Aftermarket head units will integrate that, yeah. They'll into work
0: it. into the CAN bus and everything. Um,
1: so there, there's a possibility with it. So there are aftermarket systems out there. I believe this was with Pioneer. One of if I, if I, I
0: have um, I have a unit from uh, uh, oh god, my brain is just frying out on me right now. But I have an aftermarket unit sitting in the closet directly over there. Uh, that's going to be going in my Corvette. I'm using it currently for app development testing. Um, and from there, um, you know, that's going to be a nice little, but it's not going to integrate with anything from the, from the C6 chassis or anything, but I don't care. I just want CarPlay in that car. But to answer Chris, your question, like I will not try and sway anybody into using the solution that I've been working on in a car that already has a viable upgrade option to CarPlay because those factory systems, they are just going to work better.
1: Now with that too I, I remember I had a rental car I had to drive up for something that I had to do for work and it was a God, what was it the GMC I don't even remember what it was not not the Acadia I, I think it was the Acadia actually
0: The GM GM done but, a pretty good job their, integrating but their
1: integration is, it was like super quick cuz I was driving yeah. the Civic at the time and I had an aftermarket Pioneer now mind you I had like the $300 Pioneer I, I didn't care it was just it was just it was out. it was a thing it, that worked just just something in there but even then, you have to plug it in, and sometimes the aftermarket systems suck. But this one is just every single time it connected right away to CarPlay, and that's awesome. Yeah, the, it's they yeah. just work properly.
0: Yeah, it's GM has nailed that down. Uh, okay, so we're gonna do these two last questions here, um, so and then call it a night uh, because, quite frankly, I'm getting hungry too. I'm I've hungry been eating all day. I got to drive. Um, so. so, best way to spend two thousand dollars on a fun car experience? Miata. Uh, I'm oh, gonna say no, no, experience. I'm gonna say high performance driving school. Uh, any of them, yeah. Like whether that's track or you know um, rumble strips. Talking about buying something for two uh, Dirtfish no, no. or Team O'Neill. So, so those so, are fun. Those are
1: really expensive. Um, if you do want to do, do the drift one-on-one with Nail, drift, drift Yeah, you could do the two-day course for under two grand. <laughs> if you want to start drifting and doing stuff in somebody else's car, why not? Uh, I did the Bondurant Z06 experience about. Seven eight years ago, when oh they they filed bankruptcy. Did you see that? Who's this? on Oh yeah. So I saw that. Too. That that's doesn't sad. surprise me. I, I mean, just, the thing is, is, I, I, is the Vipers rather? That's gonna be expensive. Nobody wants to drive Dodges on the racetrack.
0: No, not really. They had the they had the long standing relationship with with Corvette for they,
1: they had Ford for a while in the nineties. Yeah, and then they had everything. Which you know, it was just it's not just Corvette. It was uh, they had Camaros and the Camaro SS. Yeah, I yeah. Going Through so it was a lot of GM performance process. And I remember that the Those, uh, and that
0: the the course seemed to be doing well at the, that time. They were
1: great. And I remember that um, if you ha- if you bought a ZR1, then you went through the course with a ZR1. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So we, everybody else was with the z 06s and then the ZR1. They're like,
0: out here, t- do this so you don't kill yourself. Um, and then Jesse uh, Tillet seats. I've never even heard of Tillet seats. Tillit um,
1: seats are they're the they're like the like the Kirkys. They're like the hard mount. You throw your oh, pads. Oh, okay. In. So, uh, is, is that what he's saying for the dog or no? Uh, no, no, no. Is he he
0: ordered it. Uh, Jesse, Jesse ordered it for his um, the Tillit B5 for his C5 Corvette. I'm gonna have to check that out after this. So I have. Their company—I've never heard of them before. So
1: I mean, who knows if I want to like die in this world like, because of they're them? They're like Magic Pride. No, their, com- their, their company called Cipher, and
0: I've seen it before, like them making stuff like advertising on the Corvette forums. But that's about and,
1: it. And it's just—they were like, I think when I looked at it, like 899 bucks for the pair. So Oof. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh. but I, I'm up in the air. I do want to get. I think i'd rather have name brand seats in there. i think
0: corbos like i have are the lowest that i'd be comfortable with just yep. in terms of
1: safety that's the thing that i'm kind of going with and it's i'm still a bit trepidatious with it
0: because hey I'm like, if you want some corbos i'll sell you a pair want some ciphers <laughs> um okay i think that we're gonna call that uh, the show for the evening because we are at 52 minutes now so that's a decent length the podcast and this is the fourth time we've done there we go it. uh all right guys well thank you for uh thank you for watching and uh of course, as usual, um, you know, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Uh, follow us at... Follow us at there. TerminatorCon. Oh, I go, there Let's see. Is there a there way that you can make that so it's readable? No, it's um, Yeah. So, yeah,
1: TerminatorCon
0: for Terminator us. TerminatorCon. his data. His data, even though I don't really use yeah. stuff anymore. Uh, and, if uh, you do, it's
1: angry rants at 2 in the morning.
0: Uh, yeah, but even then, it's you been stop a, that. I, I don't have time for that. Twitter's just so toxic now. Um, and then... Um, Jeff will be back next week and then shortly after that we're going to be off to SEMA doing a billion podcasts. Wonderful. Hit me up if you're going to be at SEMA and you need podcast space um, and we'll get that sorted out. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and uh, have a good one. Take care.